Welcome to Confidently Lost, a podcast where we can navigate this crazy life we live and grow in confidence in order to be our best selves. Let's boost our confidence and walk this road together. Thank you so much for joining me as I share my experiences and what I'm learning along my own path and hopefully give you some comfort and peace for your own. Hello, everybody. Oh my gosh. I literally just right before this had an entire like little emotional cry session. And oh my goodness, I feel so good right now. I feel so good right after. I feel like a breath of fresh air. And I just want to talk a little bit about it. Today's episode, as you already know, is about frustration and how feeling frustrated is good, but also not a good place to stay at. Frustration and holding on to everything is what will stop you from growing, will stop you from healing, will keep you all bottled up and tense and anxious and angry. And oh my God, do I feel this because I right now am very relieved just because I've been working on it for the past couple weeks, but I have recently been in a very frustrating time period and I wanted to talk about it because uh, this is where I talk about it. I guess the word frustration is what I like to use because I am angry at times. I feel capable of handling things but there is a level of not being able to do anything about certain situations other than what I've already been doing and or not being able to do anything at all. And that is why frustration is so, so annoying because that's what it is. It's an annoying, angry feeling of no control. I recently um, had this whole debacle where I and my roommate applied for an apartment and it took them probably like a month and a half to actually approve us. And it was frustrating because I kept on having to call them and like tell them, hey, like, where's our information? What's going on? And they were like, oh, we just need this. And I'm like, well, I don't want to tell you how to do your job. So can you do that for me? Like frustrating things like little life stuff like that. Now, that's completely fine because it has nothing to do with me. But when it comes to the bigger things in terms of the past and trying to heal all of the past, heal the trauma to establish new routines, new habits, new goals, new relationships, build those things up, a lot of those things creep in and make it difficult to move on. And letting go of all the pain, all the anger, all the frustration is not easy if you're still frustrated about things. The thing that I found baseline as as to why letting go of things is frustrating or the frustrating things are hard to come to terms with is because the hardest thing that you will ever have to do is not survive that thing, that person, go through the pain, feel the pain. It is to feel all of that and accept it. 
in your life, especially if it's something that you didn't want to happen, like a loved one passing away, or you didn't get into the school that you wanted, or you didn't get that job, or you lost a good amount of money, you don't know where you are, you broke up with somebody, X, Y, and Z, the list goes on and on. The frustrating part about life is coming to terms with it. And acceptance is the hardest gateway, but it is the best gateway to go through to move on and heal yourself. And that's where I'm at. I'm not necessarily fully accepting of everything right now. And like I'm in the process of accepting all of what has happened up until this point so that I can accept it choose to change my perspective about it and move on with what actually makes me feel good and makes me feel like a capable human being because I actually am. I am a capable person who loves and laughs and is joyful and is happy and has worries but is is able to handle them. And when I'm faced with something extremely frustrating, something that I didn't want to happen, or that is really inconvenient for me. Things like my mental health, my routines, the way I think about myself, my actual um, physiological reactions all get jumbled up. They all get messy. My mental health goes down. I put a lot of importance on other people. I don't necessarily do my routines because I want to try and fix everything else and my mental energy is spent outside of myself, trying to control things that I have no control over. I mean, recently I've been having like meltdowns, like semi-panic attacks because I'm like so overwhelmed. And like, I'm also coming to terms with that's okay. Like I'm moving, everything's shifting and changing and money and friends and like identity. Those are all a part of it. So it, it, it does make sense. Therapy does come in handy. It really does. But in order to make really, really, really large improvements in yourself is to sit with yourself and understand and learn about why things are frustrating or what can you do or what feels good for you to help release this. And if it's going to take some time, it's going to take some time. I keep thinking about when I was younger and frustrating things would happen to me like I didn't you know, make the volleyball team or some crap like that. Like I thought my life was over. I felt like every, like every emotion in the book, I felt so frustrated and looking back, I'm like, okay, well, yeah, whatever. That's perfect. That was great for me. Honestly, I got to, you know, focus on other things. I was redirected. Other unfortunate circumstances that made me frustrated would be like breakups or separating from people that I really thought I had a connection with. You can't always control if somebody likes you or or wants to be with you you can't force somebody to be with you but like those little frustrating things I'm looking back at it now and I I, like through the evidence of knowing that like I have to go through these emotions and go through these periods of time and accept them I'll be able to come to terms with whatever is happening in my life and that's a really big claim because the older that we get I feel the more serious things become, more obstacles are thrown at us, more things are on our plate at one time, and we individually have to handle it all. 
even if we're not necessarily ready or we don't have all the skills that we that we need. And that's how you develop those skills. It is a big claim because life isn't really fair. It is not fair. And I know that firsthand. I know that life isn't fair because unfair things have happened to me. I find peace in knowing that I didn't ask for certain things to happen to me. But in denying that they happened, I will perpetuate whatever frustration and pain that I'm in. So if you are going through a frustrating time, I think the best thing is to pinpoint what is the next little step I can take in order to not feel as gutted or frustrated or at a loss with this one circumstance. I think the number one thing that helps when aiding frustration of a circumstance is time. I think time is the biggest thing that will allow you to actually heal those parts. The next would be no judgment of yourself in how you cope or how you are processing this frustration. Now, I don't think that self-sabotaging, negative self-talk, all those mental negativity, all those harsh negative things that are a detriment to us, that's not necessarily what I'm talking about when I'm talking about coping. When I say no judgment, I mean you should not be judging yourself for how badly you feel or how angry you are. You are allowed to be angry. You're allowed to be frustrated. Because in order to get past emotions that are large, you have to feel them and go through them. Because the more that you ignore the elephant on your back, the heavier it gets. So in order to lighten the load, you need to acknowledge it and eventually let it go. So time, no judgment of yourself for how you feel. I think practicing gratitude for what you do have or what something has taught you, even if it's a shitty lesson, that is beyond helpful. I found, I bought this wellness journal from uh, anthropology that I'm in love with. Um, but it's like any other journal. It has a section for gratitude. I like journals that have gratitude in them just because gratitude at its core is like the purest, closest little bridge to joy and happiness that you can utilize. Like when I am feeling weird or like not happy, I'm like, well, what am I, what can I be grateful for in this exact moment? And in this exact moment, right now, while I'm recording this, I'm sitting down, I'm in my workout clothes and got my phone and my stuff and I'm looking at outside the window. I am grateful for the fact that I worked out an hour ago and that my body could do what it could do. I'm grateful for this beautiful day that I see in front of me. I'm grateful for the fact that I have a phone. Uh, I'm grateful for my little rocks on my table. I'm grateful for water. The gratitude that I'm expressing if I really express it and I'm truly grateful for it, bridges me into being aware and being present and connecting with joy and happiness at the soul level instead of the mental level. Because our mind really perpetuates anxiety, frustration, and then leads us into more of, a, more of an emotional anxiety and then an emotional anger, which is not very good. Gratitude is very, very, very helpful, especially if you're going through a really hard time. Like, 
say that you lost a dog, right? Maybe your dog passed away or your cat, your animal, whatever. You can be grateful for the fact that you had a cat, dog, animal. You can be grateful for the many memories you made, their toys, their pictures, the way that they smelled, the way that they looked at you. The fact that you feel such immense love for such a small creature or a large creature or whatever. Be grateful for what was, what is, and for who you have become or what they did for you. Be grateful for those things. And that can be applied to anything, even in the the worst situations, the absolute worst situations. Believe me, it's, it's really, really, really helpful. The next, I guess, step or level of awareness that needs to be brought to whatever situation you're in, including time, non-judgmental energy and perspective, gratitude, is acceptance, like I've mentioned before. And I think acceptance is harder to do if you're closely in something, um, closer to an incident or getting closer to something, accepting of what is, is the only real thing you can do. Because playing the what if game is is a big no-no. No, no, no. When I get anxious and frustrated and my heart closes up and my chest gets tense, I am playing the what if game in the future or playing the what if game in the past. I'm not even playing the what if game in the present because I'm so frustrated. So when I start playing the what if game of like, well, what if, what if I never met that person? And then I wouldn't feel this way. And I, and then I wouldn't have all these bad things that have happened to me. Like, what if, like, what if, well, that doesn't actually matter because that's not what happened. What happened is that I did. Things happened. And now I'm here. How can I bring neutral acceptance without having to label anything? How can I bring neutral acceptance to this thing that is making me angry? I can acknowledge that it makes me angry. I'm going to take the time to process that anger. I can still be angry about it. But I'm not going to judge myself for that. I can be grateful for what I have now, for what it's taught me, for the new things in my life, for the fact that I'm aware that I want to change this. I want to change my outlook on it. And I can begin to slowly, day by day, be aware that it's in my life. You know, you don't need to make a monolith out of this one thing or hold so much space for it that you identify with this, whatever it is. Because a lot of the things that we do mentally that are a detriment to us within this process is attaching our self-worth and who we are to some stupid circumstance or event that happened to us or this thing that we just didn't want happening. Like even the small stuff, like I didn't want my fucking tire blown out and like, oh, I'm so silly. I should have changed my tires. I should have gotten an oil change. Like I'm not, I don't know. I'm I'm not an adult. I'm not handling this situation well. We start to attach whatever externally is happening to who we are. And that's why the frustration can come in because then we look at things in hindsight or we 
are overanalyzing things in the future and we're like, well, you know, I want to be better, but I'm not. And like this situation isn't even going to happen because I'm not there yet. Or this situation happened because back then I was an idiot. I'm like, well, you did what you did when you did it. You did the best you could when you did. And if it was a little silly to do, that's okay. You did it anyway. And if you really, really take stock of all the decisions that you've made up until this point, I highly doubt that in each moment you were completely clear as day. I feel like when we look back at decisions that we've made in the past that have led us to certain situations in the present, maybe you didn't plan ahead and now you're running out of money, right? In the past, when you were not necessarily on your game, was there a life situation that was happening? Were you having a lot of fun? Were you with your friends? Like you weren't, you can't get mad at yourself for doing what you did in the past, especially if in that past present moment, you felt fine or you were doing things based on how you, how you thought things could go or how you thought things should be going. You can't get mad at yourself for wanting what you used to want when you wanted it. And that's the same for everything. Like you can't get mad at yourself for not knowing things that you didn't know or not doing the things that you didn't know how to do. You cannot hold yourself to such a high standard and then berate yourself because whatever is in your present reality is the next best is the next thing that you have to take care of. And that's just plain and simple. So accepting of the fact that you're in a circumstance or whatever, or there's this thing that's happened to you, you don't know how you're going to get through it. Think of all the other times that you've gotten through something that was terrible or you just didn't want it to happen. And if you got through that, you can get through this even if it's 10 times, 20 times, 30 times, 100 times worse. Emotionally, mentally, physically, whatever it is. If you have the determination to make sure that it doesn't kill you, that it doesn't run you into the ground. And that's where self-love comes in to back up the acceptance because acceptance is something that you either don't do or you do. If you do not accept things that are actually real in your life, you will not be living truthfully. You will stay frustrated. You will stay angry. You will stay pessimistic. You will stay heartbroken forever and confused about why you are that way. But if you accept something for what it is, even though it is painful, you give yourself that peace. You give yourself that fucking respect of being like, hey, okay, all right. But am I going to sit here and ruminate on this and how it's making me feel? Or can I accept it and feel that stuff anyway and still enjoy my life? Am I going to sit there and make this thing, this circumstance that I wanted that's not going to happen or isn't happening? Am I going to make this event be the reason I'm not going to move forward and choose myself still? Self-love needs to be cultivated in order for us to accept the present moment. And even if we don't feel love, we don't feel like we can do it. Self-love is more of like, when I'm talking about self-love, I mean, it's a combination of the non-judgmental treatment, self-love and self-compassion. 
that you need to have in order to accept certain things. That doesn't mean that accepting something is going to make it a part of your identity. What I mean by self-love is that you need to love yourself enough to carry yourself out of it through acceptance, through feeling it, through time, through gratitude, through non-judgmental processing, and through loving compassion for yourself. These things will help you accept what is, find peace in that in whatever way or however long, whatever that looks like, with help from whoever. Those things will help you realize that whatever happens to you in life isn't necessarily you, but you can be created into a stronger, better version of you despite the things that happen to you. And even in me saying this, my frustration is going down, my anger is going down. Things always come back around. They always do. And that's okay. That's a part of the self-compassion, the self-love, the non-judgmental processing that needs to be taken into account because it's like waves. Some, in order to get through the storm, you gotta, you gotta hop every wave. You gotta go through it all. There'll be calm water and then there'll be a giant wave. And then it'll keep happening until you're finally out of whatever storm it is that you're in. And you have the clarity to see the beauty that you're, that you're in. And you have the clarity to see the beautiful calmness that you found. I think that this is really helpful for me because I kind of thought that, well, the more that I felt and the more that I allowed myself to feel, the more I would be able to process. But in all honesty, the more that I feel or if I allow myself to feel such negative things more in order to process them, I'm still letting go of my autonomous higher self that is actually in control of how I think and how I feel and how I act. If I feel like I need to cry to release something because I feel like it's choking me up, I'll cry until I feel like I'm good enough. Until I feel like I don't need to cry anymore. And if I keep crying or if I keep having this thought loop of like, this isn't working, this is like, this is gonna suck, what if, what if this happens? Like, I'm so fucking frustrated, I'm so fucking angry. I take a step back and I'm like, okay, I know that I'm angry. I've cried for the past 30 minutes. I'll let out like one giant fucking scream into my pillow, letting it all go, and know that I'm consciously deciding that I'm choosing the better version of me that is going to pick myself up, exhale it all out, dust myself off, and hold myself because I'm all that I have. And with this whole discussion, the last thing I want to say is that another thing that I'm really learning actively even today, I, I, I witnessed it this morning, is that I cannot control everything. And the more that I control things, the harder I make it for myself. If there is something in your life that you have no control over, do not worry about it. And don't let other people make you worry about it. If there is something that you have control over, don't worry about it. You can control it. Go do it. You don't need to be perfect. Take the pressure off yourself of trying to figure it all out and trying to be in control. Because especially if you cannot control something that has happened to you, let it go. Accept that you can't control it. Accept that you can't control other people. 
You can't control the weather, so why would you expect every single day to be sunny? And why would you expect every single day to be rainy and gross? You can't control everything. Stop trying to micromanage everything in your life. Like, I, I feel so relieved in just saying those things because I hate that I feel so overwhelmed, like I can't do anything. But if you go far enough into feeling like I can't do anything about it, you'll find this little voice, this little peaceful breath that comes and it's saying like, hey, well, you can't do anything about it. Might as well be happy that you're here or be happy that you have X, Y, and Z and practice gratitude. And what am I going to do despite this thing happening? The whole um, idea of like being able to control something versus having no control over something is something that I'm really trying to accept. Like I cannot control other people. I cannot control their actions, their thoughts, their words. I can only control my reactions and I can only control what I say and what I do. And even in those emotional reactions, I can at least have the awareness and presence to give myself space to feel them and accept them. But to think that I can control every single little factor in my life is, is unrealistic. So when life is unfair and things happen to you, that you didn't ask for, that you didn't want, that you didn't know would happen. You couldn't control it. It is already here. Practice gratitude for what you do have. Go through it and know that whatever it is, is only going to make you stronger. It's like that whole Kelly Clarkson quote, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, stand a little taller. I mean, that song is like great and all, but like it, it is quite true. Like what does not kill you makes you stronger if you can learn to accept it and learn from it and hopefully your frustration your anger your anxiety the negativity can subside through self-compassion through healing through time all those things will will help you and hopefully give you a stronger more positive more self-loving, self-compassionate, non-judgmental version of yourself who can handle the next thing. Accept what is, learn from it, and learn to make it better. Learn to be better despite it. I love you guys so much. I hope you have a beautiful day, and I hope that all of your anxieties and all your frustrations calmly go away, and that you have a beautiful, beautiful day. Love you. Bye.